This episode of the MedBullet Step 1 podcast will go over the topic of thalassemia anemia from the hematology section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. A 22-year-old Vietnamese woman presents for a routine guine exam. Her menstrual cycle is normal and there is no evidence of other bleeding. Guaiac is negative. Her hemoglobin is at 11, with the normal range being between 12 to 16. Red blood cells are 5.8, with the normal range being between 3.5 to 5.5, and a mean corpuscular volume, or MCV, of 70, normal range being between 80 to 100, with the normal RDW of 10. White blood cell and platelets are normal. Hemoglobin electrophoresis shows an increase in the amount of hemoglobin A2 and hemoglobin F. Now, let's get into the episode. Thalassemia anemia is an autosomal recessive disease caused by a decreased production of hemoglobin and may involve mutations in the alpha or beta globin gene, which would result in alpha thalassemia or beta thalassemia, respectively. There are four alpha genes, two on each chromosome, and two beta genes that make up three forms of hemoglobin. Hemoglobin A, which has two alpha subunits and two beta subunits, and make up 96 to 98% of the adult population. Hemoglobin A2, has two alpha subunits and two delta subunits and are present in trace amounts in adults. Finally, hemoglobin F has two alpha subunits and two gamma subunits and declines in the first year of life. Remember that hemoglobin F cannot bind 2,3-DPG, so has a left-shifted curve. Now, let's talk about alpha thalassemia types and beta thalassemia types. With respect to alpha thalassemia types, a one-gene deletion is asymptomatic, while a two-gene deletion is associated with a mild anemia with red blood cell hyperplasia. This is called alpha thalassemia trait and is seen in Asians and Africans. Asians more commonly have a deletion of two alpha genes of one chromosome, which is a cis deletion, and Africans more commonly have a deletion of one alpha gene from each chromosome, which is a trans deletion. A three-gene deletion is associated with severe anemia, while a four-gene deletion is not compatible with life and will cause hydrops vitalis. Moving on to beta thalassemia types, one gene involvement is called beta thalassemia minor, and the chain may be truncated as B plus or deleted as B zero. B slash B plus is the most benign form and may be caused by a mutation in the COSAC consensus sequence. Two gene involvement is called beta thalassemia major, and B zero slash B zero is the most severe form and in this case you will have four alpha subunits of hemoglobin present. Moving on to presentation, patients with alpha thalassemia will have symptoms of mild anemia in a two-gene deletion, while they will have severe anemia in a three-gene deletion, and symptoms will begin at birth. In the minor form of beta thalassemia, these patients are largely asymptomatic. In the intermediate form, patients will have hypochromic microcytic anemia, and in the major form, these patients will have severe anemia and symptoms begin after several months of life due to the initial presence of hemoglobin F. These patients may also have chipmunk facies secondary to extramedullary hematopoiesis in the skull. On physical exam, in the major form of beta thalassemia, you may find hepatosplenomegaly due to chronic hemolysis, additionally exacerbated by extramedullary hematopoiesis in these organs. Evaluation for thalassemia anemia will involve a peripheral smear, a hemoglobin gel electrophoresis, and imaging. On peripheral smear, three-gene deletion alpha thalassemia will show target, hypochromic, microcytic cells with Heinz bodies from hemoglobin H. Beta thalassemia minor is characterized with target, 
hyperchromic microcytic cells. And finally, beta-thalassemia major will be characterized with nucleated red blood cells as well as target hyperchromic microcytic cells. On hemoglobin gel electrophoresis, alpha-thalassemia trait will appear normal, while a 3-gene deletion alpha-thalassemia will show hemoglobin H or 4 beta subunits of hemoglobin. 4-gene deletion alpha-thalassemia with 4 gamma subunits of hemoglobin. Beta-thalassemia minor will have an increase in hemoglobin A2 and hemoglobin F, while having a decrease in hemoglobin A. Finally, beta-thalassemia major will have an increase in hemoglobin A2 and hemoglobin F with no hemoglobin A. As far as imaging, in the setting of beta-thalassemia major, you will see a hair-on-end slash crew-cut appearance of the skull. This is secondary to extramedullary hematopoiesis in the skull. As far as treatment for beta-thalassemia major, frequent transfusions are required, and this can cause iron overload and hemochromatosis. In terms of prognosis, prevention, and complications, beta-thalassemia major has an increased risk of B19-mediated aplastic crisis, while just having a thalassemia trait may protect against malaria. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. The first question reads, A 25-year-old man is brought to the emergency department by ambulance after a motor vehicle accident. His car was rear-ended by a drunk driver while he was stopped at a traffic light. At the scene, he was noted to have multiple small lacerations over his upper extremities from broken glass. He has otherwise been healthy, does not smoke, and drinks five beers per night. He notes that he recently started trying out a vegan diet and moved to an apartment located in a historic neighborhood that was built in the 1870s. Physical exam reveals several small lacerations on his arms bilaterally, but is otherwise unremarkable. A complete blood workup is sent, and some of the notable findings are as follows. Hemoglobin is 12.1 grams per deciliter, with normal being between 13.5 to 17.5 grams per deciliter. Platelet count is 261,000 per cubic millimeter, with normal being between 150,000 to 400,000 per cubic millimeter. Mean corpuscular volume is 74 per cubic micrometer, with normal being between 80 to 100 cubic micrometers. And further testing using serum hemoglobin electrophoresis reveals hemoglobin A1 is 92%, with normal being between 95 to 98%, and hemoglobin A2 being 6%, with normal being between 1.5 to 3.1%. Which of the following cell morphologies would most likely be seen on blood smear in this patient? And the choices are 1. All cells appear normal. 2. Codocytes. 3. Megaloblasts. 4. Sideroblasts and five schistocytes. The correct answer to this question is two, cordocytes. So this patient with an asymptomatic microcytic anemia, decreased levels of hemoglobin A1, and increased hemoglobin A2, most likely has beta-thalassemia minor, which would demonstrate cordocytes on blood smear. Beta-thalassemia is a form of anemia that is caused by a decrease in the production of beta-hemoglobin chains. Defective production from a single gene will result in beta-thalassemia minor, which is often asymptomatic due to effective compensation by the normal gene. Therefore, patients will not notice that they have this disease until it is discovered incidentally on blood workup. Notably, since there is decreased production of the normal beta-hemoglobin chain, the body may compensate by overproducing other chains such as delta-hemoglobin, resulting in hemoglobin A2, and gamma-hemoglobin, resulting in hemoglobin F. These variant forms of hemoglobin can be discovered on hemoglobin electrophoresis. 
To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer one, all cells would appear normal if this patient had anemia from acute blood loss. However, hemorrhage would not present with increased concentrations of hemoglobin A2. Answer three, megaloblasts would be seen if this patient had anemia from vitamin B12 or folate deficiency. However, these deficiencies would present with a macrocytic megaloblastic anemia. Answer four, sideroblasts would be seen if this patient had anemia from lead poisoning. However, lead poisoning would not present with increased concentrations of hemoglobin A2. And finally, answer five, schistocytes would be seen if this patient had anemia from a microangiopathic cause. However, these causes would present with a normocytic anemia as well as a normal level of hemoglobin A2. To leave you with the bullet summary, beta thalassemia minor is asymptomatic but will present with increased hemoglobin A2 and hemoglobin F concentrations in the blood. Moving on to the next question. A 24-year-old Turkish female presents to your office for a routine examination. She recently started a new job and has been tired most of the time. She does not have any dizziness and has not lost consciousness. She follows a well-balanced diet and is not vegetarian. She recalls that other family members have had similar symptoms in the past. On physical exam, her temperature is 99 degrees Fahrenheit or 37.2 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 115 over 78 millimeters of mercury. Pulse is 100 per minute. Respirations are 22 per minute. And pulse oximetry is 99% on room air. On physical exam, you notice conjunctival pallor. Labs are obtained and the results are as follows. Hemoglobin is 10.2 grams per deciliter. Hematocrit is 34%. Leukocyte count is 5,000 cells per cubic millimeter with a normal differential. Platelet count is 252,000 per cubic millimeter. Mean corpuscular hemoglobin concentration is 20.4%. And mean corpuscular volume is 65 cubic micrometers. Peripheral blood smear shows target cells. The cause of her anemia is most likely associated with which of the following? And the choices are 1, point mutation on chromosome 11, 2, X-linked defect in ALA synthase, 3, inhibition of ALA dehydratase, 4, blood loss, and 5, malnutrition. The correct answer to this question is 1, point mutation on chromosome 11. So the most likely diagnosis in this case is beta thalassemia, which is caused by a point mutation in a splice site of chromosome 11, leading to decreased beta globin synthesis. Beta thalassemia minor is the result of a heterozygous defect on chromosome 11, resulting in decreased production of the hemoglobin beta chain. Patients are generally asymptomatic, though they may report mild symptoms of anemia, such as fatigue and pallor. It is most prevalent in Mediterranean populations as seen in this Turkish patient. Lab findings include microcytic anemia with a mean corpuscular volume of less than 65 cubic micrometers. A low mean corpuscular hemoglobin concentration is seen due to decreased hemoglobin production. Furthermore, target cells can be seen on peripheral smear, and this finding is indicative of a thalassemia. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 2, an X-linked defect in the ALA synthase gene is associated with sideroblastic anemia. Although sideroblastic anemia is also a microcytic anemia, it would be associated with basophilic stippling of red blood cells. Answer 3. Lead poisoning leads to ALA dehydratase inhibition and subsequent sideroblastic anemia. Lead poisoning is most common in young children. Symptoms include the mnemonic LED, L-E-A-D, where the L stands for lead lines on the gingivae and metaphyses of the long bones, the E stands for encephalopathy, the A stands for abdominal colic, and the D stands for wrist and foot drop. 
Answer four, while iron deficiency anemia is the most common cause of microcytic anemia, this patient has no evidence of blood loss. Furthermore, the target cells on her peripheral smear point towards thalassemia rather than blood loss. Finally, answer five, malnutrition may lead to anemia due to a host of deficiencies. Deficiency of iron results in a microcytic anemia, while deficiency of folate and B12 result in macrocytic anemia. In this case, we do not have any reason to believe this patient has a nutritional deficiency. To leave you with a bullet summary, beta thalassemia minor is the result of decreased beta globin synthesis due to an inherited mutation on chromosome 11. And moving on to the final question. A two-year-old boy is brought to the pediatrician by his mother because she is concerned that her son has not been growing as rapidly as her other children. They recently immigrated to the United States, and she is concerned that his diet in America has not been meeting his nutritional needs. Since immigrating, they have been living in an old house with several of their relatives. On presentation, his temperature is 98.7 degrees Fahrenheit or 37 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 114 over 62 millimeters of mercury. Pulse is 118 per minute and respirations are 24 per minute. Based on clinical suspicion, a panel of labs are obtained as follows. Hemoglobin is 10.2 grams per deciliter, hematocrit is 30.5%, and mean corpuscular volume is 71 cubic micrometers. A peripheral blood smear is also obtained and shows microcytic hypochromic target cells. Radiographs show an enlarged skull and prominent cheekbones. No radiodense lesions are seen in this patient. Which of the following treatments would most likely improve symptoms in this patient? And the choices are 1. Administration of succimer, 2. Frequent blood transfusions, 3. Increasing iron consumption, 4. Supplementation of vitamin B12, and 5. Treatment of underlying inflammation. The correct answer to this question is 2. Frequent blood transfusions. So this child with a microcytic anemia, prominent cheekbones, and codocytes on blood smear most likely has beta thalassemia major and should be treated with frequent blood transfusions. To quickly review, beta thalassemia major is an autosomal recessive disorder found primarily in those of Mediterranean descent that causes a significant deficiency in hemoglobin beta chain production. Babies with this disorder appear normal at birth because of the prevalence of fetal hemoglobin, that is two alpha chains and two gamma chains, However, they may present with poor growth, anemia, and skeletal abnormalities starting around six months of age. Specifically, patients with thalassemia have a microcytic anemia due to defective hemoglobin production and also have expansion of the skull and cheekbones in order to increase their capacity for extramedullary hematopoiesis. Frequent blood transfusions are needed for these children in order to alleviate their anemia. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 1, administration of succimer would be used in patients in lead poisoning anemia. However, these patients would have had lead lines on the radiograph and no expansion of extramedullary hematopoiesis. Answer 3, increasing iron consumption would be used in patients with iron deficiency anemia. However, these patients would not have target cells nor have expansion of extramedullary hematopoiesis. Answer 4, supplementation with vitamin B12 would be used in patients with B12 deficiency. However, these patients would present with a macrocytic anemia as well as neurologic defects. And finally, answer five, treatments of underlying inflammation would be used in patients with anemia of chronic disease. However, these patients would not have had target cells nor have expansion of extramedullary hematopoiesis. So to leave you with a bullet summary, beta thalassemia major causes a microcytic anemia with codocytes that should be treated with frequent blood transfusions. That's all for this review about thalassemia anemia.
Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the MedBullets Step 1 podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.